Hey everyone, welcome back to my Placating Universe. I want to talk about um, the issue of fairness, I guess, um, because people out are out here losing their minds <laughs> and, um, you know, they're sometimes things are just wrong and I think we need to to say that more and get comfortable saying that more so let's talk about it so I pride myself on being rather fair I like to you know consider other people's perspectives and it's one of the things I um, that drew me to studying sociology and um, understanding people I want to understand people I mean interacting with people is a big part of our lives and um, as an introvert I think I just naturally try to do that it's you know overthinking I think a little bit so anyway I thought I might as well you know, gets, <laughs> get a professional opinion on other people, I guess. I don't know. Um, anyways, I just find it fascinating. I just, um, I always do. And I always like to think that, um, my perspective is not the only one and that there are many other valid opinions and perspectives in the world. However, <laughs> there's a big however there there are certain things that are just never going, you're never going to convince me. I always like to have an open mind and, you know, listen to people's arguments, but there's something you're never going to convince me of. And that fundamentally, um, when somebody, um, is doing something like slavery, you're never going to convince me that there's another side to it where I'm going to see that a human being um, is being treated less than a human being. Like, that. that's not going to ever, there is no argument in the world, um, not, especially not the ones that people made for... Um, you know, the enslavement of black people, those, all of those arguments are garbage. Um, and I, I, um, it's just wrong. I think we, I'm thinking of course of just, um, the mass shooting in Buffalo and then this excuse, um, uh, you know, rationale for it. And then also just, you know, um, my girlfriend and I were just talking about like, you know, people trying to, in schools, you know, we see all these viral videos of teachers, you know, asking students to write, uh, uh, stories on like the other side of, you know, uh, the enslavement of black people and, you know, or, you know, these kinds of things. And it, it, there, there's no other side. I, I feel like, whenever people get into an argument or a debate, people always want to be like, you know, the devil 
devil's advocate and, you know, sort of put the other side to it. And there is a time for, you know, debate on issues, but I'll tell you where it ends. And uh, that's with, you know, enslavement of human beings. It's just, it's not okay. It's never been okay. It's not going to be okay, no matter what way you want to look at it. The nobody wants to be the villain of a story, but one of the things that you can't rewrite history. White people need to understand that some of their ancestors did a horrible, horrible wrong act. They did a horrible thing and they just need to accept it. I mean, if me as a black person has to be constantly reminded about it because the extent of that horrible act is still being felt um, by my people today. If I have to live in that world, the very least that you can do as a white person is acknowledge that that was a horrible thing and there is no other side to that story. What's often so unfair about being um, a person that has to exercise infinite patience because we're so used to not having our voices heard or valued um, you know, it's just part of, you know, having to keep our cool in the most ridiculous situations, unfortunately comes with living with racism. And what that leads to, I find, is people thinking that, you know, they can take advantage of that perspective. So, you know, people think that they can push the envelope and they're trying to, you know, go that further mile by just being like, let's rewrite history where we can say that the enslavement and murder um, and, you know, horrible acts against mankind um, which was, you know, the enslavement of African people in America, Canada, like, was, you know, let's see about, you know, how we can spin that into something that's, you know, maybe not so terrible. And, you know, you see it all the time with people being like, oh, people loved being the slaves or, you know, all of the, um, uh, the enslavers weren't all terrible people. They treated their slaves well. You know, no, there is no other side to it. The people um, 
were doing a terrible thing and um, they were terrible people that valued um, themselves and money and um, ease over um, treating people fairly. They lied to themselves. They told horrible lies that still permeate our society today about um, what black people are so that they can feel comfortable maintaining um, a system that served their greed and evil ways. And I just, I will not accept any other version of the story you choose to tell yourself to sleep at night um, to make it okay. It's not okay. It's never going to be okay. There is no other side to that at all. And I'll also say this. One of the more disturbing shifts that um, really alarms me is that everyone feels um, entitled, and I say that because it's a very important word, entitled to think that any um, thing that makes them feel uncomfortable or uh, slightly um, unhappy or, you know, makes them question um, their status or position or makes them feel bad um, is now um, up for criticism. So white people don't want to feel bad about white privilege. Um, they don't want to feel bad about not having to um, fear hatred everywhere they go. They don't want to feel bad about, you know, North American society being built to serve them on the backs of those that were enslaved, they don't want to think about that because it's too big of a concept for them to grasp it. It makes them feel uncomfortable. It makes them feel unhappy. It makes them feel bad. It makes them have to think about a broader world other than the comfortable one that they live in. And because of that, they want to shut it down. They will painfully... Um, avoid any kind of subject that makes them think badly of themselves. And it's a dangerous way, you know, of thinking. You want to better yourself and better the world, but you don't want to address something that's a very real part of making the world a very terrible place, which is racism. And, you know, 
we see it with COVID where people are like, I'm tired of COVID. So I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to do anything to help anybody. Sorry, that was my whiny voice. I, I say that I do my COVID impression a lot, I guess. But, you know, people just are tired of it. So therefore, we can pretend it doesn't exist. Is that a real choice? That's not reality. That's not how things work. But I feel like there's just this entitlement where people are like, oh, it's so hard on me. It's so hard. Um, And therefore, I don't want to deal I, I, the, the entitlement is ridiculous. I, I, I don't understand why we are even entertaining this option where people are, we have leaders, politicians that are supposed to be guiding and governments who are supposed to be guiding and governing. Like I'm trying to think of another word other than governing people in these situations And, you know, they're like, oh, just be kind to one another. That is not an option. If that was a thing, we wouldn't have to have laws. Frankly, you wouldn't have a job if being kind to each other was actually a thing. And um, we need to understand that sometimes people need to be told what to do. And sometimes people need to be told that your argument on seeing another side to white supremacy is not going to happen. There is no other side. It is all bad. Like get comfortable putting your mouth around those words, framing those words that there is no good to white supremacy. It is bad period. Get comfortable with it. We're not going to see another side. No one's ever going to say agree with you unless they too are full of crap and are a horrible human being. If you find people that are willing to believe these stories, you know that you have fallen into some horrible company and you're keeping the company of people that are horrid they're horrible they're heinous horrible people and you're choosing to hear something that makes you feel comfortable because you're too afraid and cowardly to face reality and I just I I want that to sort of change when you're thinking of like, you know, oh, I want to do something better for the environment or, you know, I want to just generally be a better person. I want to exercise, eat right, eat clean, you know, do all these wonderful things to be a better place, donate to charities. You need to start with addressing and dismantling racism all of its forms. That's where we need to start because it is a very real issue. It is killing people. It is literally killing people because nobody wants to fight it and everyone wants to pretend like it's something that is in the past and there is nothing that we can do. White supremacy needs to end and and people don't even want to say the word, let alone address the fact that it's 
very, very prevalent. And it's not the people that you think that are upholding it. It's not, you know, the hood-wearing, cross-burning, in-your-face racists. It's the people who literally think they have no work to do, that they have their black friend and that they're they're all good in that front they'll be the people that shock you that shock you when um you realize that they don't want anything anything at all to change So I wanted to end by just saying if you're in a situation um, where someone tries to convince you that something um, is right or, you know, not completely disgusting, disturbing and wrong um, that you know in your heart of hearts is call them out. Uh, don't let them get away with it. Don't even let it be spoken into existence without shutting it down. I think I, you know, say it all the time that words have power and meaning and people want to pretend that the only kind of violence that can be done is physical violence, but it's not. Words have meaning and they have the power to hurt and influence and do real harm and um that's why it's so so important to use your voice to counter their nonsense <laughs> i um i'm so um so glad that um i'm able to do that a lot and um just have that drive and need to um to call people out and I think it's so important to know that um you know to let them know that you know that we don't believe the lie we see the lies and we're gonna work to change it and even if it's like a little thing um it can be very powerful to let them know that this is why we're still here, why white supremacy will never win, because people will stand up and fight it, fight for equality and fight for change and fight for, um, you know, the people that maybe aren't able to speak up for themselves, but the one people that, you know, that can, will do, and will always, always be fighting, always fight and always resist and, um, and, and get, and get the change that we all, all deserve. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.